Blog Talk Radio. So it's faith-based. So you're involved with faithism, not atheism, right? It was that you said, saying that you know, a lot of Christians, um, they maybe text or they maybe email you, and you know they was pretty much scared of you. And I said, oh, okay, a challenge, okay. No, I believe the Bible. I don't believe the Bible is saying that slavery is okay because it gives instructions about how to handle slavery. Andrew, that's faith. You just said you accept evolution, evolution theory. So that's faith. You got faith in a theory. By any chance, are you gay? Uh, what do you think about bow totes? Hello, everyone. Hello. Thank you so much for joining me here again on the Atheist Roundtable. This is a weekly live call-in show about atheism and agnosticism and belief and non-belief and a whole bunch of other things that just kind of flow into your host's stream of consciousness for about 30 or so minutes here on Blog Talk Radio. If you ever want to call the show when it's live, it's normally live at 11 p.m. Eastern, but tonight I screwed up because I'm an idiot, and the show is live at 11.30 p.m. Eastern, but normally, unless I'm an idiot, it goes live at 11 p.m. Eastern on Sundays, and then you call 347-838-8342, and then you get on the show. That's how that works, ordinarily, unless I'm stupid, okay? So tonight I was stupid, and I'm wrong at 11.30. Just get over it. Now, if you ever want to show me how much you love me, then what you do is you send me a friend request on Facebook, you like the fan page for the Atheist Roundtable, and you go and leave me five-star reviews on iTunes. Those are like internet hugs, and I feel like I need a hug. So you give me an internet hug by giving me a five-star review on iTunes, and that's how that works. And tonight, we're going to talk to Zach Law, who is one of the most awesome people that you have ever heard of because you've all heard of Zach Law and his Zach Rillage cast, which is how you know who's awesome. If you need to know who's awesome in the atheist movement, then you go to the Zach Rillage cast. And here is a cast of awesome people, and the person who brings us all the awesome is Zach Law. Welcome to the Atheist Roundtable, Zach. Well, thanks very much for having me, and uh, thank you for uh, overblowing uh, my abilities. But hey, let's see what I can do. Well, that's what I do. That's what that's that's the whole thing of what I do is that I I make you sound really really awesome, and then people go and check you out, and then they're only slightly disappointed. No, I'm kidding. That's 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 not true at all. No, I, I so so we got to meet really briefly at ReasonCon, but we really didn't hang out at ReasonCon, and I just wanted to apologize for not hanging out with you at ReasonCon, but I was hanging out with other people and I didn't know about the Zach Rillage cast at the time, so I, I just wanted to say sorry about that. We're catching up now. We're going we're gonna to make it all better and be best friends and all that good stuff. Absolutely. So, so tell, us, uh, tell us about Zach, okay? So were you ever religious in your lifetime? Did you ever have to leave faith behind, or did you start off being a reasonable person? Well, I don't know. Eventually, I'll be a reasonable person, perhaps when I get into my 50s. But uh, growing up, the family, we didn't really talk about religion, didn't really go to church, uh, never was an issue, a strange twist of fate. My parents kind of rejoined the Catholic Church just a few years ago, although they're not totally strict on that, but never really knew what I was and maybe college. And after that, I was like, oh, there's this thing called atheism. Maybe this is me. But in the past few years, I think it's been through podcasts where I've got to figure out, oh, these are 
people actually exist, and they um, they might have a point. So kind of figured that was that was who I was. And um, a while back, it's going to be a spoiler alert for a future question, but one time a friend of mine just said the term sacrilege, and I'm like, well, let me just put that in my pocket and save it for when I need it. And uh, I decided I needed it when I created the Twitter account and eventually the YouTube show, which is now a podcast. I uh, hope the breakfast cereal comes through soon. Hey, if we could have like a breakfast cereal with little Z's, that sounds delicious. Hmm. We could have well, marshmallow sins. That would be awesome. Uh, I think a little beer bottles or something, because I, if I ever do any kind of giveaway associated with the show, it's got to be beer koozies or beer openers, just because that's, you know, that was my thing. I think I went to ReasonCon hoping to share beers with people. I ended up just drinking my own stuff. <laughs> there was uh, quite a bit of alcohol consumption at ReasonCon. Yes, there certainly was. I think by the end of the night, I was like the only person who had not touched any alcohol because I'm that kind of a loser. Yeah, but you, you and Bobby C. doing all the recording, I think Callie doesn't drink either, so we got at least three. Oh, we accept all yeah, people. Callie, if you don't drink, we'll leave you in. We'll let you be part of the you know, club. Yeah, I don't think Callie was drinking because she decided she wanted to leave and drive home that night. That was, she, she, wow, that's, whew, I don't think I would ever be able to do that, no. Um, so you, you, you just recently found atheism, but you weren't really religious before when you weren't, before you moved over to, um, identifying as an atheist, uh, did the word atheist ever come up or did you ever think about people who hadn't believed or was, was, was religion just entirely kind of a, uh, a non-issue? didn't pop up that much, I guess, being in the Midwest in high school. I mean, I was in Nashville until I was, what was that, eighth, ninth grade. I was like this private school, and it wasn't a religious school, so it never really came up. I just remember I dated a girl in high school, and she told me she was sad because I wasn't going to heaven because I didn't go to the same church as her. And I was like, well, that seems a little bit narrow of a thing for God. And I actually did go to church with a girl I was dating, and I think her parents made her dump me the day after because I clearly wasn't Catholic. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's... All right, cool. (laughs) So why, why why did you decide to start talking to atheist vloggers and bloggers and podcasters? I mean... Of all of all the people in the atheist movement and all the ways to participate, why talk to why talk to these guys? These guys tend to be, you know, full of themselves and just want to talk all the live long day. Why go after these guys? Well, exactly. That makes them great guests to have on a show. Uh, in another separate life, I have been doing interviews with people in the fantasy football industry for about four years, and I was like, well, I do interviews. Can I do them with atheist, although my original idea was I wanted to do a show because I didn't feel like the market was totally saturated, which it may be now, and I just wanted to do initially just 
how do people get involved in atheism? And usually it's through the Internet and it's through podcasts, which is what happened to me. So I was like, why don't I do a show about podcasts and tell people, here's what this show is, here's what it's about, here's what they're going to talk about. Are these people anti-theists? Are these people really friendly? You know, what's the show like? Are they for people who are beginners or people who are really advanced into a biblical study? And then when I was about to do my first show with Bobby C. Religion Acquired, he said, hey, I'll come on and talk to you. And I'm like, well, then it became an interview show. So that's what it's been, and I've done 19 episodes. This will be 20 this week, so I don't expect I'm going to run out of people to talk to anytime soon. No, there are lots and lots of people, to be sure, and all of them just love to talk, man. They just... They just can't stop talking. So yeah, you've got a you've got a great group of people uh, to 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 pull from. Do you, you've had a wide range of uh, people on your show so far, and do do you find that they have one of the big difference that you find? Uh, within the group of people that you've interviewed? What, what are the kinds of differences that you see that, that stand out? Because atheists tend to be an awfully diverse group. Well, I always find the stories of the people who left our religion very interesting and fascinating because, you know, when you're in a religion and you decide to leave, well, they just say, yeah, you can go. That's totally cool, which actually almost never happens. And those are the stories right. I tend, tend to hear from of the atheist nomads, how he was like the chosen one of Seventh-day Adventists and uh, trying to think, Susie of uh, Barroom Atheist, the uh, Nazarene, I think it was, and she actually didn't know that there were any other, and that's the thing, like a lot of people who are in a certain religion, they don't even know that there's another option, like they think it's Coke and that's it, drink Coke and you're good. So to hear these stories and the fact that people can come out of that when it's kind of programmed for most people as children is just fascinating and the control it has and how families will basically turn on you if you decide not to follow. It's it's pretty harrowing when you think about it. It is indeed. I mean, every day we hear more and more stories about people who have uh, lost so much because they decided that they... Uh, no longer agree with their family on this God question. It's, uh, it can be really troubling and really scary. Do you have people on your, do you have people besides, you know, the most awesome guy who's going to be on your show next week? Do you have a bucket list of people that you just have got to try to get on your show that, that, uh, that you have lined up? What, what's, what's coming for the Zacrilege cast? Hmm. Oh, uh, you have much faith. I uh, probably need to actually plan people in advance. It tends to be uh, people who I've chatted with. I mean, it ends up being, you know, if you listen to, you know, you start with one podcast, then you hear maybe somebody else and they find other podcasts. And now I have, I don't know how many on my phone, more than my phone can handle. So there are the, mm. the big names out there, but someone like Jerry DeWitt would be cool to get. Uh, he seems to be very busy, though. He added his own show that doesn't get updated very long, but he's trying to, you know, make a living. Um, and those are the people always you find fascinating, the ones like, wait, they're making a living, like in atheism or in activism. Uh, I don't know. It's just every week 
everybody has a unique story to tell, and I just think it's great to get them on to tell it. So pretty much anybody who wants to talk has this kind of story. I'm, I'm going to go with it. I mean, not everybody I've talked to has a podcast. You know, Jim Dobler or Dobler, I think, who's just happened to live in North Carolina, and he had he's met really good friends with a lot of people involved there, and he was also the van driver. Uh, he, I think he may have been another one who wasn't drinking, maybe till later. But I, I don't know. Every every week I'm going to find more people and I'm going to try to talk to them. And so far, with, a, with the exception of some scheduling issues, most everybody's been agreeable to it. Well, I think a, a lot of people like to uh, talk, uh, especially podcasters and bloggers and bloggers. We all like to talk about how we, how much we love to talk. That's uh, my, my <laughs> I drove my wife to to ReasonCon, and I told her it was going to be a convention filled with podcasters, and that uh, all all we ever want to do is just talk about talking. And she, you, you you couldn't pry her palm away from her face by the end of the night. She was like, Oh my gosh, I cannot believe how much these people people are actually telling you to shut up because you you're the talkingest damn donkey here. Oh, it was good times. I can't wait for the next reason, Con. That's that's going to be fun. <laughs> uh, so, so do you, do you ever talk to religious folk besides the atheist folk who are who who are atheists? Duh. Do you ever do you ever have to have conversations with believers about atheism? Do you only talk to uh, re, do you only talk to atheists? Do you ever engage with religious people? I haven't done it that much. I've kind of just dipped my toe in it. I mentioned I have the, the civilian like Twitter account, and that's mainly focused on like football and, and beer and that sort of thing. So occasionally, I've found that there's like between like six and eight o'clock. That's when people will post their daily Bible verses. So occasionally, I I try to engage a little bit, but it, it usually doesn't go anywhere. I do know one guy who actually is a pastor, and I think that would be a good person to talk to if anyone's willing on the Christian side to talk, that would be uh it'd be a fun conversation. I can't exactly say I'm gonna be uh, debating or anything. All I know about the Bible I hear on podcasts, you know. You can't trust these atheists too, so Right, yes. I'm I'm sure that uh the Bible has way better than all of these atheists are actually presenting it to be. I'm sure there's some gem of knowledge Hidden in there somewhere. Yeah, that's 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 got to be the case. You know, the the reason I ask is because you know um, something I think that is at uh, on the on the tip of the atheist movement right now is how we should be interacting with the religious community. Should we be acting with the religious community? And if we are, I think we have to. Uh, how are we going to do that? You know, how, what tone are we going to take? And, and while I certainly believe that there is room enough um, within atheism for all volumes and all uh, approaches, some probably do serve uh, a bigger purpose better than others. So what's your idea? How do we get to talk to religious people to make them understand that atheists aren't baby-eating um, monsters. 
I'm not sure. Occasionally, I see these kind of arguments that happen on Twitter. I, I tend to like Twitter more than Facebook, but it does seem most American atheists prefer Facebook, for better or worse. But it ends up, yeah, being kind of a yell fest where people aren't talking to each other. So if there's any way to be able to kind of engage. I don't know. If there's a I've heard of kind of atheism out campaigns. I think occasionally we need these. Di- we do need these different kind of voices. I mean, American atheists tend to be kind of harsh, and uh, I don't know, you know, the Christopher Hitchens. He was definitely on the harsh side, and then the people who are trying to be the more interface types, like Chris Stetson, are good to talk to as well. Because I know deep down there's some religious people that just won't accept people who don't believe, and then there'll be the creation types who think that we actually do believe in God. We're just angry because God didn't give us what we wanted for Christmas when we were 13. Um, but the people who actually will listen and talk with us, is probably a good thing because I think Christians are going to be the majority for a while, uh, even if a lot of them are lying about how deep they are into it. But being able to honestly engage and just say, we're there. Hi, we're here, even though I'm still kind of semi closeted. I mean, it's not going to be too hard to find me, but I don't exactly post openly on my Facebook page about it. But just the idea of I think being able to talk with people, just because I know, you know there are what, 40,000 different nominations of Christianity. I really believe each person who thinks they're Christian has a different view of what that is. And finding out what that is a fascinating trip, as long as someone's willing to go along with you. If they're going, ah, la, 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 I can't hear you, then not going anywhere. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I, I'm always, I'm often said that if you get uh, three Christians in a room, you'll end up with four versions of God. Uh, you'll have the three that, the, that all three came in with, and the fourth that they all come together and make up as they start talking about their different ideas of God. Uh, they're, I mean, they're, it's not an exaggeration. I'm not, I'm not exaggerating to make a point when I say there are three people and four versions. I mean, literally that there are three people and you'll end up with four versions of God. Uh, once you get them talking about their ideas, um, that, uh, everybody, when, when I was, when I was a believer, cause I was a, I was a hardcore believer back in the day, back when I was younger, uh, when I was a little whippersnapper, I was I was a hardcore believer. And even then, I knew that my idea of God was slightly unique and, and different than the people around me. Um, even then, I could understand that, uh, you know, it, 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 it's, it's how you, it's how you, believers hide behind this personal relationship with Jesus nonsense, that, you know, my personal relationship with Jesus is different than your personal relationship with Jesus, this kind of thing. That's how they, that's how they couch the idea of everybody having a different idea of God in their head. But I'm getting off, I'm getting off track. Uh, so, after talking with all of these geniuses in atheism and, and being yourself a genius within atheism, what do you think the atheism movement needs most in order to move forward the best for, forward fastest? I don't know. What's the best next step for atheism? 
Well, I think in a way it's allowing everybody to be what they are. Um, so the first interview I had was with Bobby C. of Never Lose Required and didn't have Miss Ashley on there until I think she was the 17th interview. Anyway, she mentioned that, you know, Bobby started this trip first and she joined in later. And she really thought that he was being super negative and just never had anything good to say about religion. And that's what she grew up with. So it was really hard for her to accept that because of the negativity. So hearing the positive stories, I think, is a big, important issue right now. It's a, I think it's the Statesboro atheists and secular humanists who are doing this food drive so they can raise money for a local food bank. And atheist podcasts like around the country have taken up the, I guess, trying to raise money for them. So like Cognitive Dissonance and Saving Atheists and their religion requires all involved in that. So having this kind of positivity as well is a good thing because we can complain about religion. That's totally fine. And I think there's a place for that, especially those of us in the South or in the rural parts of Indiana. I don't know. Any part of Indiana. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, there is a bit of a rural uh, city kind of thing as well when it comes to it. But to hear, hear these positive stories of what people are doing and maybe just having a show and letting people talk is a positive thing too. But being able to say, yes, we actually love humanity and that's why we really, really don't like religion because it doesn't seem to like humanity as much as humanity likes it. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, I, I totally live in a rural, kind of a rural, it's it's pretty dang rural area of Indiana. And uh, and my great state of Indiana, I love it whenever, whenever my great state makes national news for being ridiculously stupid. Uh, that's always a great, great comfort to know that my state is now internationally known as the dumbest state in America. That's just freaking great. We're number one. We're just dumb. Um, that's, that's, that's my state. Um, you know, I, I really think that when it comes to moving atheism forward, I think you're exactly right. I think that the negativity towards religion motivates other atheists. You know, the negativity towards religion makes atheists motivated to try to help. You know, but the help that atheists do is the outreach that we can show to the to the other side, to the believers, to to show them that we're not baby eating monsters. That we can that we can make atheism more accepted uh, in society. Those works of charity, helping out food banks, those are the kinds of things that we need to happen in order to make atheism more visible. But the negativity is what's going to motivate those atheists to get out and do something, you know, oh, yes, what we're going to do is we're going to do something positive over here. So I really think that there's there's a weird balancing act here, right? It, it, it's, you know, we have to be negative in order to motivate the, the people, and then after we motivate them, now we're going to do nice things. We're going to be nice to people, the people that we were just mad at. We would like to be nice to them now, please. Hmm. I don't know if you can always be nice, but... The ability to have to point to different people and what they're doing is good. You know, there's a foundation beyond belief, which is actually based out of Atlanta, which is where I am, and that's 
they've really expanded because I think initially they were just donating to charity, but now they're doing like a Peace Corps kind of thing, and then they have these emergency response teams that are going out and helping out in situations like that. Because it does happen a lot that if a natural disaster occurs, then the churches will roll in, but they're all wearing the T-shirts that say the name of their church they're from. And if you're from an outside like atheist group, they may not want you to be part of that. And there's a big visibility. They have a lot of money for T-shirts. Maybe we need more a bigger T-shirt budget. I don't know. But I think we well, had, I saw that was covered pretty well. Everybody owned three or four pretty good mm-hmm. 80s T-shirts. <laughs> yeah, I saw an awful lot of those T-shirts at ReasonCon, and I could just imagine somebody wearing a cognitive dissonance or a scathing atheist T-shirt to. Uh, to help out a food drive. That would be um, a conversation starter. I'll go with that. It would be an interesting conversation starter if uh, they had something about a glory hole on their, on their T-shirt. That would be that would be fantastic. Yeah, but those, I mean, the cognitive dissonance and skinnies, I mean, they are big names. People follow them a lot. They're big following, and, uh, yeah, they like to, to curse a lot as well. But you've seen them helping out with these kind of charity drives as well. Like, so it's not – there's always some giving back. You know, there's – no religion required is given some of the Patreon money they were getting to uh, Freedom from Religion uh, subscription. So it's good to do that. Yeah. People seem to have their cause. It doesn't seem like people are – and if you're coming into atheist podcasting you know, to make a quick buck, well, uh, there's not a lot of quick and there's not a lot of bucks. So you might want to consider <laughs> a different line of work. Right. Yes. Not a lot of quick, not a lot of bucks. That is the best summary I've heard about atheist podcasting. It is certainly a labor of love. That's, uh, that's what it is. Fortunately, I don't have a lot of love because I don't put in a lot of labor into it. So that's... That's uh, that's my uh, that's my excuse. So I can appreciate your yeah. methodology. Yeah, well, you know, my 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 method of podcasting is really how do I make a podcast with the least amount of effort possible, and that's that's that that's that was the question that I asked the internet, and hmm. that's uh that that th- this show is the answer to that question. So, uh, and and uh, I, I I'm thrilled that there are people that actually listen to us and, and appreciate this show because that is, that is amazing that, uh, that, that anyone would ever bother with their time with this. We've only got a few minutes left, so tell everybody exactly how they can find the Zachrilege cast, how they can find you, and what they can do to help support all of the awesomeness that is Zach Law. Well, that's just, you're so kind. Um, yeah, Zachary Test is now a podcast. I think about a month ago, I finally got it on iTunes and Stitcher. Uh, it's also available on YouTube. That's kind of how I got started because you can do Hangouts. You just hit a record button, you're set. And so go to YouTube and search Zachary Cast. That's the A-T-H-R-I-L-E-G-E. I know it's a little hard to spell. Uh, you can go to Zachary on Twitter. That's where I post most of the time. You can go to Facebook. I have a Zach Cast page where I try to update my shows and also post about the other podcasts that I like because that's part of the point of the show is to highlight uh, podcasters. And if you want to support the show, you can uh, 
donate at Patreon. So patreon.com slash Zachrelidge. And uh, that's just a kind of hello grade the show. I mean, you mentioned, you know, you're doing a show with the least amount of effort possible. I don't know if that's necessarily true, but in my case, I knew if I wanted to get a perfect show, it was going to take a long time for me to get there. So I was like, let me get the best show that I can right now. I still use my iPhone earbuds. I'm trying to get a better mic, but it's really Google Hangouts, doing interviews, finding people I find interesting, letting them tell their story, doing about an hour a week. And that's where I am right now. And we'll see if we expand, but right now there's just so many people. I want to talk to everybody that I can. So that's really the goal. And to highlight other people and not have me talk all the time, which is just, I'm so confused here. You're not talking. <laughs> well, I'm, I apologize for making you do all well, the talking. It's, it's, well, now that I say it, I actually do. I do rant quite often on my show. I start with like a little mini rant and end with one, and I'm sure during the show I, I go off on tangents. But I should try to keep the spotlight on the, on the guests because they're you know, they're the one who's who's got the story to tell and. Half the time, there's a lot of parts of people's story that you don't get until you ask questions, and you go, oh, that's cool. And sometimes it's not necessarily about atheism, although it's 90% of the focus. I mean, otherwise, we're a little too off topic, so that's where we start. Okay. So, uh, that sounds awesome. And, you know, I really think that I, I really think that your show really is uh, an, an amazing show, and I highly recommend it. Uh, I, I listened to the last two episodes that you had. I'm ready to go back and start listening to all of them because I really do enjoy the show. I can't recommend it enough. So if you haven't listened to the Zach cast, then you need to go and, and do all those things. I've got some links in the show notes. I have show notes, and there will be links. So go do those things and, and, and be a part of Zach. Thank Zach, thank you so much for being a guest. Thank you so much for being patient with me because I am an idiot and I don't know the difference between a Saturday and a Sunday. So uh, I really appreciate you staying up late and uh, uh, you get your you get yourself some rest tonight, sir. <laughs> Thanks so much for being here. Well, thank you for having me on, and I think you're part of this genius crew too. So thank you for having me on, and I've enjoyed your show. So. Hey, a mutual enjoyment uh, society. Great. And we're going to get your story in just a couple days. going to have you on the Zach cast this week. We'll be recording Tuesday, and the podcast will be probably posted on Wednesday. Awesome. I look forward to it. Take care. Take care. For, uh, right. Until then. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Good night. Like the fan page for the Atheist Roundtable at slash Atheist Roundtable on Facebook or find your host at slash Andrew the Atheist. Send all of your email to andrewtheatheist at gmail.com. This podcast is the official podcast of atheists, humanists, and agnostics in the Wabash Valley. Find us on Facebook for monthly meetups. Music for this episode is provided, as always, by Dick Richards. Thank you, Dick. God is here. We are. Take care of yourselves. Ah, yeah, that worked out real well. Yeah, that was good. These always go so fast. I always think, oh, no, we're going to talk about it. And then it's like, 
it's over two seconds. See? See, you were worried that we wouldn't be able to fill up a half hour. We, we, <laughs> we went just a few seconds over, so that, that's glorious, man. I didn't know how much leeway you had to do extra. Well, maybe it's the podcast. You can do a little longer, the podcast version. But I know the couple ones well, I listened to went a little longer. If you were listening to the live stream, which I don't think anybody was listening to the live stream because it's 1130 on Sunday. Uh, I don't think anyone was listening to the live stream. But if you were listening live, then it cuts off at right at the half hour mark. But the pod, but the recording can go an extra 15 minutes. So when the podcast comes out, yeah, this part right here, what we're talking right now, it's going to be there because I can't edit the damn thing. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it going. Yeah. So <laughs> I really do have to let you go because um, i got to go to work in the morning. And uh, I'm normally asleep by now because, um, well, I'm a lazy bastard. That's pretty much uh, that's pretty much the story there. <laughs> you should have a – maybe that should be your T-shirt idea. I'm a lazy bastard. Eat these round tables. That, it's a nice table, though. Yeah, that, that – that, that that could sell a T-shirt or two. I, that's not a bad idea. I've been thinking. See, I'm giving away these ideas. Campaign. That's all I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, I'm, really, I'm looking forward to. Yeah, you should start charging for these ideas. I'm going to have to send <laughs> you a royalty or two for all these T-shirt ideas. Um, uh, but I, I really am looking forward to talking to you all on Tuesday. Uh, that sounds like great fun and. Uh, uh, I, I've, I've used Google Plus before, but uh, I'll probably have to figure that out again because I never use it. Uh, never well, wanted. like this show, I can just <clears throat> maybe uh, 15 minutes before the start, you know, send you all the info and see if you can get in. Because, yeah, there, there can be occasional technical issues. You know, this guy. if it runs perfectly smoothly, you know something something's about to blow up. <clears throat> Right, yeah, that's exactly it. All right, man. Well, you have a good night. Take care. Thanks, Andrew. We'll talk soon. Bye. Bye-bye.